back to another episode of Military Fi. I'm your host and your tour guide, Anthony. So, it's the holiday season and almost the end to another year. 2020 is coming to an end. If you've had a crazy 2020, hopefully this information will help you. So today, we're going to talk about inflation, aka the hidden tax. So, the things you should know about inflation is that some people don't account for inflation. They don't even know what inflation is nor do they know how to handle inflation. But we call it the hidden tax because people don't account for inflation. They don't understand how inflation works. They don't know what inflation is, nor they do they even plan for inflation. So inflation is called the hidden tax because it is hidden and it's there and it's placed there by the government. If you don't know just a little bit of background about inflation, say you have a dollar today as 2020. That dollar is going to be worth less come January 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and so on in 2021 because the value of your money or the value of your dollar goes down. It does not stick with the rising increase in supply and demand. For example, this goes into all that stimulus money that was printed out. The more money that's in circulation, the less money, the less your money is worth. For example, Let's say, you, like I said, you have that dollar. There's many, many dollars out there that are just like your dollar. So your dollar is not unique. The more and more dollars they put out there, the less and less value your $1 has. And this happens yearly on an average of 2 to 3%. So to get a little bit deeper into this, there are four types of inflation. First, you have monetary inflation, price inflation, wage inflation, and then asset inflation. The first one we're going to talk about is monetary inflation, which is the more money that is in the system, the less effect it has on the economy. So we've already touched on that just a little bit previously. Like I said, the more money you put into circulation, the less effect your money has to buy things. You go into the store, that bag of chips that you want that was $129, it may be $150 come January 1st. The reason being is because your money is not able to buy that same bag of chips for that 129. But yeah, monetary inflation is is something that people don't account for. But if you have a stable job and you have a pretty good wage, your employer may or may not take that into account. Some people have cost of living increases, aka called COLA, where they account for this 2 to 3%. If you're one of the lucky few or lucky people in the world to actually have this, make sure you take advantage and you do not increase your daily living expenses or your monthly living expenses. Just because inflation occurs does not mean you should spend more money. You're going to spend more money, but do not increase your budget. Try to stay and live below your means as much as you can and possible. So the second one is price inflation, and I kind of touched on that, and monetary inflation and price inflation and wage and, I mean, and asset inflation, they sound kind of similar, but they're not. So price inflation has to deal with supply and demand. So if you have a price inflation, let's say you will keep, we'll stick with the, the analogy of the bag of chips. It takes money to buy those products to make the chip flour, water, the machine to actually make the batter to make the chip. So 
the person who makes the chip, they're not able to buy those same products at the same price they were before last year. So now they're a dollar more, let's say that. So they're going to charge the supplier is going to charge the person buying those a dollar more. Therefore, that cost has been passed on to the store owner who bought those bags of chips. Therefore, that store owner has to increase his um, sell price for those bag of chips, which therefore you buy those bag of chips for a dollar more. Now, wage inflation. So wage inflation is a little tricky. It's when your job is in demand or not in demand. So let's say that you're a computer programmer. Tech is not in this year, in 2021, even though we all know tech is going to be around for a long time. That's okay. But tech is not in this year. So your wages are not going to be the same as somebody that, let's say, that's building space shuttles. We don't need you this year, so they're going to decrease the wages that they pay for you. Whereas they'll increase the wages for those people that are actually in demand. Now, asset inflation. Just like I told you, asset inflation is what you see when that bag of chips is a dollar to two dollars more. So unlike goods and services, the type of um, things they do also refer to like bonds, shares, their derivatives, real estate and other things like that. So if you're a real estate investor, which I strongly encourage you to get into, or if you're in bonds and shares and stocks, I strongly suggest you get into that. If you want more knowledge on that, go ahead and check out my program on ETFs and index funds. That'll give you a little bit of a starting point. But asset inflation is when these things that may stay with the pace of regular inflation. So what you'll see is, say you own a stock that stock is going to continue to increase at a certain amount by 2 to 3% or 4% or 5%. Sometimes these assets stay in pace with the current inflation rate that's going on in the government. I personally like to look at real estate, for example, because that is the best example of asset inflation. So if you do go into real estate, your home that you bought for $100,000 is going to be worth way more come 2021, 2022, 2023 because of asset inflation. People want and need somewhere to live and your house is going to continue to be in more demand because it may be less demand for people, for houses out there. So just like we said, everything hinges on supply and demand. So just to wrap this all up, Inflation is based on supply and demand, just like I said. The less availability out there uh, that there is for a, a product, there's more demand for that product. Real estate, I love it. You'll always hear me talk about it. If there aren't new homes being built, if you own one of those homes, guess what? Your home is worth more because people need somewhere to live and there's no more homes being built in wherever you're in investing. So you have a true asset there. So just like we talked about inflation, we're going to talk about deflation. So obviously deflation is the decrease in general price level goods and services. We'll swing back to supply and demand. Let's say you own a home. Now they're building umpteen amount of homes around you, 10, 20, 30 homes. Your home is not going to be as worth, worth as much as it was before because, hey, I can go down the street and find the same kind of home you have. Or maybe your home is not in good of shape as the ones that they're building. So that pushes your asset down. 
So that's just a quick little introduction to what inflation is. Hopefully this was imp this improved your knowledge on it and it was helpful. And if you like what you hear, go ahead and check out my YouTube channel under the same name, Military Fi. Also stick around. I'll be coming back to you with sporadic information, but I'm going to try and get more consistent on when I post like Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays and alternating Sundays. So I hopefully you enjoyed this episode and this quick touch on inflation. And if you got some knowledge, go ahead and give me a like or spread the wealth. Thank you for listening. Have a good day and soldier up.